Welcome to another Brave Conversation. Just real girls talking real life. I hope you're encouraged as you listen in and join the conversation. Today's recording is a general conversation. We understand that the challenges of mental health are diverse and unique to each person. If you are struggling with depression, anxiety, or other mental health concerns, please seek medical advice. There are helpful contacts listed in the description of this podcast. If you are in an emergency or at immediate risk of harm to yourself or others, please contact emergency services on triple zero. Discouragement can become our friend mm. in the middle mm. and it's not a friend. No. no. It is not a friend. And no. I hear the words really clearly, stay the path. Mm. You know, the fruit of faithfulness is found in the desert. Yeah. And we just have to go back to the Word and have a look at some of our great Bible heroes. And they all spent time in the waiting room. Mm. And the waiting room really is that place where God shapes us and moulds us. And like you said, Mal, he really starts to concrete some real faith things inside yeah. of us. We now know that we know. You know, I came out of a season of, it was nearly 15 years, maybe even longer, nearly 20 years of where God had given me a Word and I got so excited, you know, you get that prophecy or that <laughs> word. And it, it was such a God moment that I knew that I knew that I knew it was written in stone. This is, this is what God said to me. And then 20 years of waiting. Mm -hmm. And in that time of just, you know, I got so discouraged that I just put it aside. Yeah. But I stayed the path yeah. and stayed faithful. And I think that's probably the greatest thing we can do in those times where we're waiting. Yeah. Stay faithful. Just be who God's called you to be. Keep doing what you know to do mm -hmm. and know to be. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, again, we just need to, I think we're all on the same page here. There isn't a person alive that hasn't dealt with disappointment. It's, it's where that appointment that you had got smashed. Yeah. The dream didn't get realised. You know, the, the word that you've been waiting on just hasn't come to pass yet. Your paradigm got obliterated. Whatever it is, yeah. you know, disappointment will happen to everyone. But for me personally, I just can't lose my anchor. I just cannot let my life go adrift even if I'm deeply disappointed or deeply disheartened about something, I, I can't let my faith run adrift. It has to remain anchored mm. in the Love faithfulness that. of God. And because he has not changed, even if circumstances yeah. haven't lined up, even if the picture isn't what I thought it was going to look like at this point in my life. Mm. Um, I mean, I really thought at this stage of my life I was going to be fit, fabulous and, and, and <laughs> <You> trim. <are. laughs> I said to Brian the other day, I didn't think I'd be like this at this age. But I, I think, you know, sometimes the picture hasn't been realised. Yeah. Yeah. And so we live with the reality of disappointment. Yeah. Um, but you don't have to lose your anchor in the disappointment because yeah. God has not changed. He is the same yeah. yesterday, today and forever. Yeah. And so he doesn't change even when our lives change, our circumstances are changing all the time, yeah. but he has not changed. And so right. he's my anchor. That's yeah. right. So that's I'll right. just, even when I don't understand or when I do understand, if there's a mystery or there's something that's been explained, this is how we got here. Mm. I'm still anchored in the yeah. same unfailing God. Yeah. He awesome. has not changed. Yeah. And because of that, 
I've still got a road to walk on where my feet can tread. His word can be a a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Uh, My soul can attach itself to the reality and the truth of God's promise even when my life stinks, you know, even when it hasn't all come um, fit, the, the puzzles haven't fitted together in the right way yet. And I've still got an anchor to my soul. Yeah. Yeah. And so we don't want to be people that if God didn't do it my way, then I've cancelled my faith. I've cancelled my faith and I'm out of this story. Be anchored in who he is. Yeah. Because even if it takes a lifetime Mm. or even if it takes into eternity, You know, mm. as as Bobby Houston says, stay the path. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, let your feet stay in the lane that you need to walk in when yeah. it makes sense and when it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. so be anchored in Christ. Yeah. I think on the other side of that is when your heart does stop, mm. you know, beating or you stop singing, that you actually do what David did: tell your heart to sing again. Yeah, yes. speak to your soul. Yes. Yeah. Speak these things out. My God is good. My God yeah. is faithful. My God is not going to leave me in this place. Just, yeah. yeah, get just, it pumping again. Just speak it out. Just yeah. tell your heart. Sing again. Sing mm. again, heart. You know. And sometimes we just have to literally speak to our souls. Yeah. Um, whether we feel it or whether we don't feel it. Yeah. It's a resolve, we just, isn't it? It's a commitment. Absolutely. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, we've just had a tummy rumble <laughs> on set. <laughs> it's almost lunchtime. <laughs> Sorry. And Mel's tummy has spoken. <laughs> so she's going to be talking double speed so we can get to lunch. <laughs> I love that. As long as you laugh. Oh, that's it. Like that. <laughs> I remember the start of the year I saw this awesome sermon by Robert Morris and it's literally called Take a Day Off. Great. And he was – bringing such spiritual and biblical reference to the Sabbath that God um, wants us to rest, that he, he, ha- he knows how he's made us. He knows what our bodies need. He knows what our minds need. He knows what our spirit and our soul needs. Um, and he spoke about how in the Ten Commandments, you know, they're all commands to serve others, but the Sabbath serves us and not in a selfish way but it's like I put you together I know what you need Mm -hmm. yeah um yeah order your life so that there is time to rest and for me I'm like a classic overworker you know hard work is such a high value and almost to stop seems lazy or like you're not doing everything you can Um, but to understand that God's actually commanding us to stop and to rest was like a real shift Mm -hmm. for me. I just found that really releasing. Yeah, but also kind of challenging to think that, oh. How do I do that? I know. How (laughs) do I do that? And that's not really how our world uh, wants us to work I and agree. so to I stop agree. that and to think no this is actually biblical it is and yeah. spiritual yeah. yeah that I would and stop. vital yeah totally vital, vital. yeah it's like you have to learn that your humanity your yeah. finiteness yeah it's yeah. actually a gift we strive hey that's right it we is. do we strive yeah. but I think the pendulum can be one way or the other where some are trying to learn how to slow down mm. and enjoy rest without guilt Others might be at the other end of the spectrum and they've lost the ability to move and engage and be involved again. Mm. So I think it's finding that place 
where God wants you to go that creates true. health, yeah. health so in relationships, health yes. in the way you you yeah. you see yourself. Yeah. You know, just health, and we are we are not create, created for isolation. No, we're not. No. We're just not. We're not good in isolation. No. No. You know? So I think we've, no matter where, whoever might be listening to this, no matter where your life is at, if you're a person that shut the door and you're 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 in a shut-in situation at home, you know that's that can be just as unhealthy mm. as it is Absolutely. for the classic overachiever yeah. or the overworker yes, who yeah. just can't find that place to sit on a couch and rest yeah. and not feel guilty about it. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're coming from a perspective of perhaps the working person or the person who goes to a job kind of thing, but it can, it can happen on either end of the spectrum. Yeah. yeah. And so we've all got a labour to find our yeah. rest. We really do, which almost sounds, yeah. what does that mean? Yeah. You know, but we... We have to choose to enter into the rest mm, of God yeah, and not yeah. be guilty about that. Mm. Even God rested, mm. so therefore we have to. But I think the greatest place of rest for me is not necessarily the the one that I achieve physically. The greatest place of rest is that I'm rested in my soul. Yes. Yeah. My soul is not anxious. Yeah. My soul is not in torment. My soul is not in an overworked, overloaded mm. state right now, yeah. and I am at rest in my soul. Yeah. And when I get there, yeah. then I find what real rest is like. Oh, it's yeah. a Beautiful. 3 John 2 scripture. <clears throat> Beloved, I desire above all things yeah. that you might prosper and be in health even as your soul yeah. yes. prospers. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you can't have a prosperous soul unless it's a rested, peaceful mm soul and it's not the press of a button it's all the things we've spoken about yeah. today and so god wants us to be in prosperity yeah. yeah and that's not about finances that's about our soul being in a place Inside a prosperous out. place yeah and that does involve rest yeah and getting rid of the guilt and the yeah. shame yes. and the disappointment. Yes. Yes. Because when those things are allowed to be fostered and grown up in our soul, then they become the place that we visit every single day. Yeah. Yeah. I wake up thinking that way. I wake up feeling that way. I go through my day and I, I revisit that place. I go to bed at night. It's still, you know, all over the place inside of me. But, you know, God wants us to prosper in our soul. Yeah. And if the soul is prosperous, mm. it has such a positive impact on your body. Mm. It does. Your body doesn't go into stress stress situations, you know, yeah. where other areas of our human body can just have um, different ailments and pains and all kinds of things because our soul is out of order. Mm. Yeah. So, beloved, I desire above all things, yeah. Yeah. in 3 John 2, all mm. things that you might prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers, yeah. which is that mind, that will and that emotional place that we've been referring to. Yeah. Yeah. So severing the ties Very with good. chaos. Totally. Yeah. Like what yeah. Yeah. Totally. yeah, and understanding why we're driven to either being isolated mm. or to work so hard. Yeah. What's yeah. the driver yeah. behind What's that? The trigger? You know, often we're isolated because we're fearful or we're driven because we feel guilty mm. or we feel un- unfair expectations are put upon us that we feel like we need to be doing things. 
um, when we go back to that driver and, you know, it's something I'm a bit like UK, I'm, I can go, 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 and I want to go, 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 and I want to do all these things and find it very hard to rest. So COVID turns up and how do you sit in your house? <laughs> um, and I'm on a little bit of land, so I'm better than most, and I don't have little kids at home either, so I have no excuse. But it's like, I don't know how to do that. And then this time my knee, I had knee problems, so... Now I'm like, now I can't even walk. Like, I was fine if I could walk. <laughs> um, and, you know, God reminded me so much about the rhythms, the rhythms of life, the rhythm of heaven, mm-hmm. and finally that unforced rhythm of grace, mm-hmm. that our circumstances do not depict our fear, our, our joy, or our peace. Yeah, It's coming from inside out, just what you were saying, Pastor Anne. It's that internal soul prospering that no matter where you find yourself, no matter what happens, you actually can be okay. Yeah. Yeah. You can be fine. And that unforced rhythm of, of grace, let me read you the scripture. It's Matthew eleven twenty eight. He says, learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. And that's in the Message Bible. And I think when we remember that no matter where we find ourselves, that if we can just tap into his faithfulness, mm-hmm. tap into his unforced rhythm, and a rhythm is something that actually has rest yeah. in it, doesn't it? I'm not musical, yeah. but it has rest. <laughs> I do know that. A rhythm, there's a beautiful rhythm, and God taught me a long time ago, and he continue is teaching me, because I'm not a dancer either, and you're, you know, you're a dancer, Kay, and a musician, <laughs> so you've got all this side. But he was like, you know, there's a rhythm and a dance where you just step into the dance, mm. dance and he leads. Yeah. And that's the rhythm of heaven. Yeah. So if we can learn how to do the dance of heaven, we'll find the rest periods. We'll have times where there's a quick, I don't know, is there a quick step or something where you <laughs> go fast? Depends. And then Are we talking time you're doing? classical? I need a reference. <laughs> <laughs> Jazz. <laughs> well, I'm just saying quick step this time. This week's been quick step for me. Um, and then there's the waltz where it's, oh, there's just that little just leaning and just swaying. Um, there's the ebb and the flow and learning to go with the ebb and flow, finding the grace of God, tapping into the grace of God, you know, not worrying about what future's coming because grace abounds in deepest waters. So it's not until you get into the deepest waters till the grace is there. And and, and it's just learning those those beautiful, sweet rhythms that are coming from heaven Mm -hmm. that we get to tap into. No matter whether it's COVID, no matter with, you know, whatever's happening around us, we've got somewhere we can go to. Yeah. We've got someone and somewhere. We've got a presence of God with a place, as a pavilion, a, a secret place that we can get into that stills the water. Mm-hmm. And that's the Psalm 23 yeah. you're talking about. Mm-hmm. He leads me beside still waters. Yep. And he, if, we've, if we're in that dance with him, he leads us to that place of mm-hmm. peace, mm-hmm. that beautiful shalom peace, yeah. that's wholeness, every part of yeah. our life to be restored into that perfect place with him. Yeah. yeah. What do you think, girls? Do you want to leave leave the listeners today with a thought, or oh, I look, I I think we've, <laughs> I hope we've, I hope we've given everyone something to think about. I hope we've given something that you know, whoever might be listening to this, that somewhere amongst this, you've picked up a tool, and that you can start to run with this. Let me just close with this thought, and before the other girls finish off as well. And we're talking about some of the stresses in life, and some of the huge moments in life, and when a family member is diagnosed with a with a life life threatening disease. Um, you know, those are the, those are the times when. It's a test of your faith. Do I really yeah. believe everything yeah. that I've spoken yeah. about? Yes. It's it's a 
test of where is my real hope right now because we can talk and then when a real big challenge comes then it's a real deep test of my faith Mm. and we went through all of that because our family did in, did in, did in, um, go through all of those times with two family mm. members going through serious cancer diagnosis at exactly the time, same time. And they, that really puts you in that place of, Lord, here I am and what do I really believe? Yeah. Is the word of God truth to my life? Is it revelation to me? Mm. Has it got the ability to change and direct my thinking in the right way? Will I find peace in all of this? So you go through all of that and we, we stand in church week by week. Not not lately, not lately. But, <laughs> but um, one, of the, one of the things that became very real to me was the worship songs that we sing. And all of a sudden the words, and we have yeah. spoken a lot about words today, yeah. the words in those worship songs, yeah. they became life and they became truth to yeah. me. And they formed such a a hope from the way we were praying. They became life and they became truth. But one of the things I can say, and we're talking about, you know, the big issues of life and not being overwhelmed in our minds and not being anxious in our soul. One of the things that I did find in that moment was the peace of God that surpasses all understanding because everything around us was massive. It was massive. And yet here I was, this woman in the midst of this family story that was now circulating, and I had the peace of God that made no logical sense at all. Amazing. No logical sense because our world changed overnight. Mm. Now our, our days were filled with hospitals, medical appointments, panels of doctors, information that we had to become familiar with almost immediately and our lives altered overnight and yet in the midst of that I had a peace that surpasses all understanding. That is not mental assent. That is not positive thinking. That That was a supernatural gift of God that he gave me because that's his nature is peace he's not just healer he's not just savior he is also peace and so part of his nature he gave to me in amongst that big story and my soul was in peace yeah so I want to encourage no matter what your story is out there God can give you peace in amongst your journey as you're walking it out they're my thoughts yeah it's awesome about you pastor Oh, look, I, I love what you've said, and because we watched you walk those journeys and you did it well. You did. You gave us footprints to follow, which is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it's, you know, make, make Jesus your source. Fix your eyes on him. Um, as many of you would know, I have a lot to do with a, a group of women. We call ourselves Beauty for Ashes, and it is definitely out of the ashes you will rise. You know, ashes are the sign of a fire. They are a sign of a sacrifice, but they're also a sign of fertile ground where something fruitful will grow from. And God takes our stories, our broken pieces, and no matter where you are, he will make it into a beautiful picture. And can I encourage everybody that's listening that God is faithful. You know, with everything that I have been through in my life, and there's been some dark roads that I've been down, 
um, my message at the end of it is he is faithful yeah. and he is good and he is kind and he won't leave you there and nothing is wasted, not one thing that you go through, not one tear that you cry doesn't reach his heart and he does something with it and those tears often will activate great seeds of destiny and purpose and the pain that you experience. You, when you walk it with him and your eyes are fixed, he will give you a message of hope for others to be able to speak a word in season for when they're weary and when they can't get up, you will speak something into their life because of what you've walked through. And with him walking close to us, it just, it, it gives you that peace that yes, Pastor Anne was talking about. It gives you something to focus mm-hmm. on. You know, when you're about to have a baby, you forget you're having a baby, you're just in pain. But, you know, what I used to do is I used to focus on the bassinet that was still empty at that stage because I just needed to fix my eyes on the end product to go through the pain. And there's a scripture that says he'll never take you through a time of pain without causing something new to be born. And and so if you can fix your eyes on Jesus, you're reminded that there's a finish to the story and the story is going to be good. And the place you're in now is not where he's going to leave you. He's going to bring you out to a better place. Yeah, awesome. Mel? Wow. (laughs) Wow. Um, There's been so much that we've talked about today and I really feel like we could talk for many more hours about all of this. Um, But I think for me it's a reminder that um, an an encouragement to to all the women listening that, you know, God is is faithful. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are fickle. (laughs) <laughs> um, You're right. We, you know, our, our emotional states, our mm. decisions, you know, we are fickle people. The world is fickle, but God is not. Yeah. So that's probably a good thing why he doesn't yeah. always just give us what we want. True. Because we're fickle. He's not. He's faithful. Yep. He's good. He's kind. And that's certainly uh, something that I have learned that despite some of my spectacular failures in life, God has still been faithful with mm. my mess. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. He's been able to, you know, bring it back together. Mess He's has been able to, a message. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, the, the fire's, mm-hmm. you know, fertile. There's nothing that God can't um, work his resurrection power yeah. through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I, th- I think that's the... That's the main thing, you know. He's not fickle. He is faithful, mm. and he gives us tools. Yeah, he does. He, he does give us these tools to to able to be able mm. to work through, mm. um, you know, mental challenges, mm. physical, emotional challenges. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Awesome. Can I just say? Yeah. I think one of the things that Greg point, uh, brought out, and we've it's been a thread all the way through everything we've said, is again about that that ability of speech mm-hmm. and how the the words the words start to um, stop those other false thoughts or the wrong thoughts they it stops it in its tracks and just in closing I'm thinking about the book of Job I mean if you're talking about anxiety there <laughs> it is just read the book of Job it, it's just like anxiety you know through the roof and yet there's a scripture in that that says decree a thing and it shall be established right. so again it's that speech yeah again it's those words mm. in amongst all of everything mm. he went through and none of us want to see any of that mm. but the word of god says decree a thing and it shall be established mm, yeah. so i th- i think it's i think there's a reminder to us all 
that our speech matters and let it be based and anchored in truth. Yes. And we don't all have a psychology degree, but we all have a voice. We do. And Mm. we have the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And we've got Mm. Proverbs. Mm. Yes, that's it. Let's start there. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I've loved our conversation today. And for anyone listening, really our heart with Brave is not to create a sense of community, but a reality of community. And Please keep the conversation going. Thank you for listening today, but keep the conversation going. Find women in your world that you can bring in close, do the journey together, put God right in the middle, and we want to facilitate as much as we can ways that you can have real community as you journey um, this life out with others and with God. So thank you to my beautiful guests today, Pastor Claire, Mel and Pastor Anne, and we'll catch you next time for another conversation. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks for joining us. You can help keep the conversation going by subscribing and staying connected. Catch you next time for another Brave Conversation.